Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 431. It's not them, it's you. Changing the way we react, cope, and communicate. By Ali Cornish of everthrive.org. It's Monday and a new day. Welcome to my show. I'm Joss Marie, and I narrate to you every Monday through Friday from some of the best relationship blogs we can find. And as you may know, I cover pretty much anything relationship-based, So you'll listen to a wide scope of content that includes tips for dating, marriage, parenting, friendship, and self-awareness. And today, I'll be covering a post from Allie Cornish of everthrive.org that touches on a personal story about communication and staying connected. And she's actually a new author for this show, but has been featured over on Optimal Living Daily a few times. So go ahead and check out that show if you'd like to hear more from her. But with that, let's hear Allie's story and advice and start optimizing your life. It's Not Them, It's You, Changing the Way We React, Cope, and Communicate by Allie Cornish of everthrive.org. Effective Communication Communication is one of the most fundamental skills we possess as society-bound creatures. Modern communication at every level, in person, over the phone, and digital, is important. I've always had a keen interest in the psychology of communicating, and I believe that we have an obligation not only to practice good communication on a daily basis, but also to understand where we've fallen short. We should always make improvements to our communication methods to better ourselves. After all, why wouldn't we want to get the best results from interactions with others? The reason behind this current discussion comes from a personal place. Over the past decade, I felt an overall loss of true connection with friends and loved ones. I know that part of the reason for this is due to the fact that I haven't stayed in the same city for more than three years at a time for the past 18 years. Distance and loss of physical connection can surely change relationships. Another reason for loss of connection is that I, along with so many others, experienced a rapid period of growth in my 20s. Taking on adult life after existing so long under the shelters provided by parents in the education system can be stressful on any relationship. It's very natural for people to drift apart when life happens. I get that. But what if I could have done something about those lost connections? I know that I'm not alone in feeling out of sync with others after life changes. When we're thrown for a loop, it's good to remind ourselves that each new change presents an opportunity for growth and a chance to question and evaluate responses to change, specifically in the ways we relate to others and the ways we relate to ourselves. Commonly, when we feel rebuffed by others, we think, what's their problem? What's wrong with my friends, family, coworkers, boss, and so on? They are not responding to me in the way I deserve. 
Why don't they seem to be listening to me when we are talking face-to-face? Why haven't they replied to my phone calls, emails, texts, status updates, handwritten letters? What is their deal? We blame their behavior on the stars, Mercury being in retrograde, the rise-fall of barometric pressure, or we simply write these people off and choose not to spend time with them. See? Ghosting. In actuality, nothing is wrong with these people. We can't and shouldn't blame them for their perceived failure in communication. The fault actually lies with us and the ways we communicate. It's not them, it's us. I am not claiming to be some sort of communication expert. I am still learning and growing with every interaction. And in my journey to improve myself, I've practiced a variety of techniques that seem to improve how I relate to people and how I react to others who relate to me. In this article, I discuss how to improve in two different areas of communication, self-talk and interpersonal communication. Number one, self-talk. Self-talk is the practice of talking to ourselves, either mentally or aloud. It can also be referred to as the ways we think about ourselves. Take a moment and ask yourself if you engage in mostly positive or negative self-talk. Do you constantly build yourself up or do you tend to let yourself down? Are you confident and self-assured or are you scared and self-doubting? If your style of self-talk is mostly negative, your negativity can be harmful to both you and others. You could be eliciting angry, needy, and insecure behaviors that will most likely change the way others communicate with you. Negative self-talk can also prompt us to drag others down with us. We think, I feel terrible, so everyone needs to feel as terrible as me. No one wants to hang out with a negative person. Have you noticed how negativity can be contagious? Listen closely to how you talk to yourself. If you find yourself spiraling into a pit of despair, pause and consider how to change your way of thinking. Treat yourself as your own best friend, not as an enemy. Take a compassionate point of view when relating to yourself. After all, we must be able to positively connect with ourselves before we can successfully connect with others. Number two, interpersonal communication. Interpersonal communication is the term for the ways we exchange feelings, meaning, and information with others. A basic rule for exchanging info with others, I share this quite often with my tech-obsessed high school students, is to look people in the eye when we speak to them. Another basic rule is to face our bodies towards others when speaking to them and avoid crossing our arms, as this can be interpreted as being defensive. Don't be defensive. This is so important. I've learned that when mistakes are never my fault, they probably are my fault. I've also learned to shoulder the responsibilities of dealing with my mistakes. Oftentimes, we have the tendency to blame others for our own mistakes. We should own up to our mistakes, learn from them, and move on. If we think we're not getting the results we expect out of interpersonal connections or relationships, we should take some time to analyze our communication styles. One way I've been doing this is to check in. I just go and ask the other person, how can I do better? Asking for feedback might feel weird or uncomfortable at first, but the other person will almost always appreciate the gesture and respect you for valuing the relationship. We should check in with others as well as ourselves to improve our ways of communicating. Other ways of checking in include asking ourselves, number one, do I pry into people's personal lives, spread gossip, or say mean things about people? Am I quick to judge people unfairly? If so, why might I be doing that? Number two, are my thoughts about specific people negative or positive? Do I complain a lot? If so, why am I complaining? Remember, no one wants to hang out with a complainer. Number three, do I raise my voice and talk over people in a conversation? Do I find myself trying to finish other people's sentences? 
Why do I do this? Number four, do I talk down to people? Do I tell them what to do? Why am I being so bossy? Number five, do I talk at people instead of to them? Do I talk back to people? Why might I be doing that? Number six, do I get upset when I receive criticism from others? Do I push people away who criticize me? Why can't I deal with criticism? Number seven, am I able to tell people what I want or need in clear terms? Sometimes people want others to intuitively guess their needs. This often happens in married relationships or between family members. No matter how close people are, no one can intuitively guess a person's needs. Learn how to set clear expectations and communicate clearly about wants and needs to others. Number eight, am I a good active listener? Active listening includes paying attention and then demonstrating understanding by repeating key points later in the conversation. At the end of the day, people just want to feel like they are understood. Therefore, listening is actually much more important than talking. Number nine, do I seek to benefit from a relationship without giving back? Why don't I reciprocate more often? And number 10, am I constantly late? Lateness can be applied to many circumstances. A person can be late to a physical engagement or late in calling someone back. Chronically late people often have voicemail boxes that always seem to be full. If this sounds like you, ask yourself, why can't I make others a priority? Taking a step back and analyzing the ways we relate to others can help us have more positive interactions in the future. Checking in, digging deep, and asking ourselves why can really help us think about the ways we communicate and assist us in becoming better communicators. Above all, in order to communicate in the clearest, most effective ways, we must first be willing to patiently listen to ourselves as well as listen to others. When we truly listen, we don't just listen to parrot a reply. We listen with intention, we listen to understand, and we listen to be able to communicate effectively. Quote, Listen with curiosity, speak with honesty, act with integrity. The greatest problem with communication is we don't listen to understand, we listen to reply. When we listen with curiosity, we don't listen with the intent to reply. We listen for what's behind the words. Roy T. Bennett, The Light in the Heart. You just listened to the post titled, It's Not Them, It's You. Changing the Way We React, Cope, and Communicate by Ali Cornish of everthrive.org. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I love Allie's checking in list, which helps us to improve how we communicate with others. Self-talk and connecting positively with yourself is something I'm going to be thinking about for the rest of today. Because how we connect with ourselves sets the tone for how we connect with others. There may always be times when we feel misunderstood or unheard, but like Allie said, we should learn from our mistakes instead of blaming others for our negative feelings. When we step back, it'll help us to listen intentionally in order to improve how we communicate, whether it's with other people or with ourselves. And on that note, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. Oh yeah, and remember to check out our first 30-day challenge for this month on oldpodcast.com. You can also subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on Instagram for the latest updates. 
And thanks so much to Allie for letting me share this post. I hope you have a wonderful Monday, and I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow with a post from a brand new author, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.